Hey guys, Bill here. Thanks for checking out another podcast. Today I sat down with Seth Stacy. Seth Stacy is one of the assistant coaches for Dwayne Bang Ludwig. He is the founder of Bang Muay Thai. He is the head coach for TJ Killashaw Dillashaw, the current bantamweight champion of the UFC. He's coached a whole hell of a lot of other champions, a whole hell of a lot of other athletes. Uh, he's got an incredible resume. You can look him up on Wikipedia. And today I sat down with Seth, one of his coaches. We talked a little bit about uh, Bass Rutten. Uh, we discussed a little bit of fundamentals of BMT, some of the things that he's learned since he began training with Dwayne Ludwig, under under Dwayne Ludwig. And it's just a really cool conversation. We talked a little bit about uh, the you know moving down to Denver and slipping into that role of becoming a head coach at a world-class training facility. We kind of discussed that. We discussed all kinds of things, really. It's just a hell of a conversation. And we did it under the influence of Alpha Brain. Shout out to, uh, to Aubrey Marcus and, uh, and the folks at Alpha Brain or for it's uh, on it for making a, a hell of a product. Also, solid shout out to, to Brandon Miller and the fine folks at Iron Asylum. If you are interested in a place to power lift on the Kenai Peninsula in Alaska, that's the place to do it. That is the place to do it, really. It's not just a place. It is the place to do it. For more information, be sure to check them out on Facebook. You can also look them up on Instagram at Iron Asylum AK. They've got just really a hell of a training facility. If you are looking for a place to really go train and really to go put some energy and some effort into yourself, that is a place you can certainly do that. And it's a privately owned gym. You go in when you sit down to, to interview before you can join the gym. You are sitting down to be interviewed by the owner. And that's a pretty damn cool thing. You don't see that a lot. But we live in a small town, so you see it more often than not. And that's really, really cool. So solid shout out to Bang Muay Thai. Solid shout out to my guest today, Seth Stacy, And a very special shout out to Iron Asylum, AK. Also, before I dip out of here, a special shout out to the AK Canada dudes for giving us a really cool, quiet location to make this uh, this interview happen. Uh, shout out to Onnit for making the uh, Alpha Brain that this interview was fueled by. All right, y'all have a great day. Thanks for checking this out, uh, Traplord Circuit. Let's get this mother lover going, you handsome bastard. All right, we are sitting down with uh, Seth Stacy, founder of. AK forty nine combat sports man. There is so much more to your title. Like, what else? How else would you add that? If you were to introduce yourself to me on a plane and I asked you what you did, what would you like, say? Like right now? Like right now? Like we're on like a plane. right now? What's my title? Well, yeah. Well, like let's. I just say Dwayne's assistant coach, Dwayne Ludwig's assistant coach, BMT coach, but Dwayne Dwayne Ludwig's uh, assistant coach. Okay. How would you define BMT? What is BMT? Bang we tie. Okay. Uh, kickboxing, uh, or, well, the system is actually created specifically for MMA, but it has kickboxing and Muay Thai, which Muay Thai is the art of eight limbs, you know, so you're using it for MMA, but it's not the typical Muay Thai. It's a hybrid. Mm-hmm. What do I mean by a hybrid? Yes. Well, you have traditional Muay Thai where they're usually just in a ring, you know, doing uh, Muay Thai cadencing, marching different tempo right and then kickboxing <clears throat> is without elbows like k1 style and uh, the bang muay thai system is legitimately built for mma it's a hybrid you can use it, uh, elbows but really 
it's put together with wrestling um, and the kickboxing, and they don't really do a lot of clinch. I mean, they do. There is clinch in there, but it's very limited. They would use wrestling instead of the clinch. Okay. Right? So that's what the system is built for by Dwayne Ludwig, based and inspired off of Boss Rutan. Okay, so that lends uh, itself to the next question mm-hmm. for those of uh, those of our listeners who don't know El Wapo, uh, okay. the handsome one. Who uh, is he and what who, is he? Who is he? He's an MMA legend, man. Uh, UFC was, Hall of Famer. Yeah, well, he was doing MMA before MMA was cool. Um, he's a four-time MMA world champion, three-time King of Pancras, uh, first uh, UFC heavyweight. Um, he's like, his he's got a ton of accolades. He's got like, I think he's a fifth-degree black belt in uh, Taekwondo and uh, third-degree black belt in karate and then he's a muay thai fighter he, he did that over in holland um and then he made some different transitions if i remember correctly maybe it's the other way around maybe he's a fifth degree black belt in uh karate and a third degree black belt in taekwondo he's but either way accomplished in yeah the, either in way the, he has a ton of tra- he has traditional martial arts as well as functional martial arts as well, right? The hybrid, right? He, he stepped over into that. And he did like Thai fighting, uh, kickboxing, um, Muay Thai before he did anything else. And then he made those transitions over into like uh, in Japan. You see like the King of Pancrase and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, where it's uh, like open hand strikes. Absolutely. No, yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, now he's, uh, I mean, you probably heard him commentate. And uh, all um, kinds like of I know him from Fried. I know yeah, him from self defense videos. You bet. Um, Boz Rutan is, is a is you can go down a really fun rabbit hole on YouTube. If you're listening right now and you've never heard of Boss Rutan, B A S space R U T E N, and just start your rabbit hole. R U T T E N. R U T T E N. I apologize yeah. to uh, to to the champion. But that being said, you know, enjoy your rabbit hole. Check out any of his self-defense videos. Bing, bong, bing. You'll know what we're talking about uh, when you get there. So how did you get involved with Bang Muay Thai? How did I get involved with Bang Muay Thai? Um, well, I had left the gym and uh, here, and I was looking... I was looking to continue my martial arts journey, and I found some people that were here with me uh, that wanted to do some some training. We got together in my garage. We were looking for proper information to follow, you know, because, you know, like, really a lot of people back in the day when they started the stuff, they were looking through instructionals and stuff like that. Yeah, there, were, there was, like, those And there's so books, much, yeah, there's yeah. so much stuff like, out there. Bullshit, yeah. Yeah, that's not realistic or not functional. Um, so I was looking, and I mean, trust me, I have looked through terabytes and terabytes and terabytes of information and videos. I don't know if you guys know how much information is in, like, a small digital video, but... Uh, it's not very many, uh, they're not very large. So when I'm telling you terabytes, I've studied like a ton of information, right? And the one system I looked at, uh, that really like stuck out to me was, um, was Dwayne stuff. I mean, I've seen other things, 
Um, hold on a second. I'm looking up something really quick here. No, it's it's all it's all good. It's, it's, it's not all... really showing it. It's kind of crazy. Oh yeah, he's a fifth degree black belt in Kyushikin karate and a second degree, uh, or a second degree black belt in Taekwondo. I was backwards in that. That's I just want to make sure I was well on on correct about my information given. So. Uh, now I can move back on. Okay, right. Look. I was just locked on. I don't want to misinform anyway. So um, that was about Boss Root, by the way, what his ranking was under those two. So the BMT, I was studying, studying videos and looking for good information, and uh, I ran into. Dwayne's system, I saw some videos on actually some YouTube, which were his primer videos for RFLX. Um, and that was his like, his fundamental or his core concepts. And uh, I saw some drills on there and I really liked what they, they had to implement. So I went ahead and I purchased these videos, which at the time they were like 300 bucks, or 350, 300 bucks, I think at 350 at the time. For four videos, that's quite a bit of money on just, you know, four videos. So I studied the, I looked at the videos and just the amount of details that were in them. Um, I'd studied a bunch of different people. And what I found with Dwayne's videos is like, I was studying like six different world champions. Just like, you know, like that source is good when you get, you know, from that high level caliber. But what I found was, is it was all condensed from one guy in there you go, right? So instead of having to follow six different individuals, I could just go and outsource to one individual and get all the same information from that one person. So why would I go find, why would I do, you know, six times the amount of work when I know that the source that I'm getting from is that caliber? And uh, the more that I studied him, the more that I, I saw things like um, just the amount of information, the amount of details, it, it was super easy to follow. So once uh, me and uh, Vic, we were looking at the information and the drills, and we're like, man, this is really good stuff. I then started looking at how to become affiliated with him. Um, I tried to contact him. At that point in time, he used to, he, he had separated from the gym, uh, Team Alpha Male, and uh, I tried to... You know, like get a hold of him through email, and I couldn't get a hold of him through email. And just by happen chance, uh, I contacted him on Facebook. Like he had, he had commented on a post, I saw that. I immediately like was like, "Hey!" Uh, I direct messaged him. I was like, "Hey, how, uh, how do I get in touch with you?" And as far as like becoming an affiliate, what's your email? Because the other email address doesn't work. He gave me the list of stuff to do. Uh, I did the stuff. I did what he asked me to do immediately. Um, and then he offered me a Chota Dojo, which is like a small academy. Because um, it was only like me and four other people. And we all pitched in to pay the Chota Dojo fees, which was like 200 bucks, I think, at the time. Um, so we did that. And uh, we we worked hard. And, uh, you know, people trusted me to like study the information. And then when people weren't training, I shadow boxed it and worked hard. And then eventually we outgrew my garage, um, took over another business um, that was a, at that time it was KPMMA, took over that group um, because uh, they just didn't have the time allotted to, you know, don't, you know, like put in when they were working full time jobs and stuff like that. Um, so I took over that and then uh, 
Moved into the mall. Did real good there. Then we found a bigger spot. And then uh, earned my spot, got uh, my blue belt. You know, well, basically became an affiliate at Orange Belt, but got, it became an affiliate, then got my blue belt. And then uh, that's how I really became affiliated with Dwayne and how we came up through BMT. Ultimately, just starting in a garage, working hard, studying videos. But I did it relentless, too. You know what I mean? Like, when everybody else was just training and stuff like that, I was staying up till 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning watching instructionals and learning the drills and shadow boxing it and breaking it down. You know what I mean? Like, 100% dedication so that I can uh, pass on the knowledge proper to my guys. You know what yeah. I mean? Instead of just assuming or... Like making stuff up. Yeah, well, those guys, those are the guys that are ultimately going to have to be going in and, and using whatever you know, whatever it is that you've learned from, from those videos and from that curriculum. Yeah. They're ultimately going to be sort of the products uh, of those. And one of the things I really want to go back to because we didn't, we haven't really addressed him previously. We kind of did actually in a real quick uh, podcast, our last one with Cody Smith. Could you tell people about Vic? Uh, he's just uh, a purple belt uh, under Dwayne and me. And uh, he does, you know, some training at the gym. Victor and Rodriguez. Yeah. He's got a name. Uh, oh, sorry. sorry, that's for me, dude. That's for me. Yeah. That's for anyone listening. We are talking about Victor Rodriguez, uh, AFC veteran. He's fought here plenty of times. Uh, Coach Victor, if you uh, if you're someone who, who frequents BMT, BMT Purple Belt. But you and your guys. Um, uh, Matt Parker, Vic, you guys did a lot of continuing education. I think that that's, that's a step that a lot of people kind of miss in, you know, that you guys went to seminars. You guys, you know, like you kind yeah, of went no, independently like to seminars artists. in Colorado and you went to yeah. seminars in California yeah. to go train with, uh, with Boss Root or go yeah, with if you. You want to be the best, you got to train with the best. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just the way it is, right? Like, we're, well, we're from a small town. So, you got to have a credible source, right? You can't just make things up. You know what I mean? Uh, so we studied the material. We went to the source, credited, accredited by the source, and then you bring that back and you bring that to your, you know, area. You know, that's what's going on. You know, uh, as far as uh, like the gym, Matt's running the gym. Vic's there with Matt helping him out. Uh, me. Uh, I now work for Dwayne in Denver. Um, I still come back. I'm going to plan, you know, come back, make some trips and some business and stuff. My family's still here. But as far as me down there, I'm hired by him to uh, help his guys, help his gym, uh, study directly under the guy. That's it. How has the transition down there been for you? From, from running the gym up here to being Dwayne's assistant there? Exciting. You know, um, originally I went down there. Uh, it wasn't just to move down there. Um, I went down there to help Dwayne, cover for Dwayne, while he was at camp for TJ for this last fight for Cody Garbrandt. I had talked with Dwayne, and I was like, or, you know, Sensei Ludwig, I was like, yeah, I'd love to come down. Um, I got people here to cover the gym. You need me to come down? I'll come down. So, you know, he offered me the spot to, you know, just at the, at the first part to come down and just train and help out during the camp. And that was awesome to be part of that, to be part of the team, to help TJ get his belt, you know, for sure. I mean, I wasn't directly in the camp, but I know that I did my part to help be supportive in the camp. 
yeah. if that makes sense, right? Well, yeah. That way, when he left for you know three days at a time to go to TJ's camp, I was I was or you know or more sometimes depending on how long and they were training. Um, for me to be, you know, be there and take care of classes and cover his student base. I mean, I was just honored to even have that opportunity. You know what I mean? To yeah. get to, to to get to be part of that environment. Um, and then when I was down there, he just told me, Coach, you're awesome. You're not going. You're not going home. He's like, we're going to do whatever we can do to keep you. And I was like, okay, you know. Um, and then I decided to talk with my family and. You know, uh, that was hard too. you know, like giving up everybody you love here too, and the people, yeah. the, the relationship you built, stuff like that. Um, I mean, I'm still, the gym is still part mine. Right. But at the end of the day, for me to transfer down there, to be away from my son, to be away from Robin, um, be away from the people that have helped me accomplish these things. It was hard, you know, but I don't think there's anybody in my position that wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, which is gonna move down there. Like yeah. when, when it's like hitting the lottery, you know. Like this is what you do: you study the system, you work from the garage up, you hope one day, you know, even just to hang out and BS with the guy. But then you've studied well enough, and you know your material well enough that to to be offered a position down there to pass that information on to his students and study directly under him, like. Who, who, who else would deny that? I think everybody would take an opportunity to move down there. I don't think there's anybody that wouldn't take that opportunity. Well, you had the opportunity to train with uh, some, some really high-level fighters. Uh, can you talk about some of the, the fighters that you've trained with uh, in UFC and K1? Well, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, me. yeah. I mean, well, number one, just to be there every day under, like, the greatest striking coach on the planet, uh, Dwayne. Yeah. Like, just – just the information and how he goes about it and how his mind clicks and how he visualizes and how he sees things is bar none different than any other. Um, getting to, man, I've met 60 world-class fighters in the last three months. You know, um, I got to uh, I got to corner for uh, Coach Vince McGinnis. He fought in glory to have that opportunity um, to meet Overeem, to meet uh, Rose... Uh, that well the you know uh, old, straw old thug weight Rose. yeah thug rose um got to meet her got to meet, meet pat berry i met all three of them in one day the same day like people could go a lifetime without meeting any of those individuals by themselves let alone all three of them in one day yeah um i got to be in a car with like uh with uh nick hemmers boss rootin Dwayne. you know like that's three amazing martial artists you know, yeah. um, Boss Rutten, obviously, Dwayne is, or Boss Rutten is Dwayne's sensei, Dwayne is my sensei, and then Nick Hemmers is uh, Chorus Hemmers' son, which is Ramon Decker's uh, half-brother or whatever. Uh, look at that lineage. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be in that environment, <clears throat> to get those, meet those people. Uh, Take Ru, right? Take, he's the current K1 champion of the world. Uh, get to visit and watch TJ train when he's there and stuff like that. I mean... Uh, Corey Galloway, he's like a pro fighter um, in, uh, I think, RFA or LFA. Um, he's like got 17 pro fights under him. Um, Matt Jones, he's he's like got nine pro fights under him. Josh Wick, he just got accepted to Bellator. Um, shoot, I got to meet, meet Tiffany Van Soost. 
uh, a soloist. It depends on how you pronounce your name. Um, Sean Madden, he's a coach there at Easton Training Center. Um, Jay Ho, Justin Houghton, he's a glory fighter. Um, LT, he's a glory fighter. Um, he actually fought uh, against uh, Coach Vince. Both did awesome. Uh, just to be in that environment, you know, that's like the pinnacle, you know, um, to, I don't know, man, it's hard to explain. Like you get to see yeah. that, like you visualize, like you see the UFC and you're studying and you're studying film and watching film and you, you watch the Joe Rogan podcast and you see these people on there and stuff. But then to like get to sit with them on a daily basis, like it becomes normal. And really and that's weird, brain. Right. No, that's weird. I try not to pester them too much. Yeah. Just be honest with you. I try not to pester them too much, right? But like if I get an opportunity to talk with them or just, you know, tell them I appreciate what they do and stuff like that, that's it. Or um, like I got to hold pads for Corey, um, which was cool. I hold pads for Matt Jones. I hold pads for – I held pads for Take, you know. Um, actually, uh, he was my roommate. I stay in the fighter house and he was my bunk partner he was up above me on the bunks and i remember it was pretty awesome like within the first i think it was like first two weeks I think yo y'all were like step brothers man you made yeah, bunk beds and did, practice karate we didn't do karate <laughs> no we you did, did kickboxing you did bmt yeah you did kickboxing yeah, yeah. I, like uh we were shadow boxing well yeah. he was shadowing and i was holding for him in the room that kind of stuff is like yeah. super memorable um doing awesome seminars oh trevor whitman i can't forget him man like uh, I like Coach T. He's an awesome guy, very inspirational. Can if if there's something, well, I want to uh, kind of touch on you know Trevor Whitman and touch on Dwayne, uh, Coach Ludwig uh, and and Boss Rudin. If there's something that you can um, like with, with with Coach uh, Coach uh, Coach Ludwig, yeah. If there's one thing that you learned from him in the last three months, could you kind of pick that out and would you be willing to share it with us? Focus. My mind gets ahead of me a lot. My mind's always like racing. Not in a bad way, but it's always racing, right? And he's just like, focus. So be more deliberate in my thought with more purpose towards direction. That's it, right? Because, um, I mean, if you think about it, the average man with great focus, right? Uh, those are the guys that like run to the, to the top of the pinnacle. Um, so focus, slow down, focus, be a little bit more deliberate. I think that's a big key. I mean, obviously he's got, I mean, there's so much more knowledge, but something that would encompass that is focus. You know, you can't accomplish things and do things that you need to do if you're jumping all over the place. So focus on your direction and be, uh, deliberate with it. You know, that makes sense to me. Right. Um, that's a big thing that he offered, you know, in, in all of the training down there. Okay. Um, I know that sounds simple, no, it, but it, it's not simple, right? Like it, it, I think that it's, it's one of those things of like, if, if the message is really simple, then it, then it's more to wrap your brain around. So when you tell me folks, I had the opportunity, uh, to meet, uh, Sensei Ludwig when he came up here for a, a seminar a year ago. And he very calm, very friendly, very, very relaxed, and just able, just holding, uh, like able to answer just really quick off the cuff questions, 
about books and, you know, pop an alpha brain with them, which is kind of cool. Like getting to take an alpha brain with, with, uh, Dwayne Ludwig is like, I don't drink. So it was like kind of taking a shot with someone that, you know, mm-hmm. is like well known for taking shots. I don't know. It's like maybe, you know, taking a bong rip with Tommy Chong. It's like I popped an alpha brain with a, with a guy who's well known for taking alpha brain, focusing and, and achieving goals. So it's very, it's pretty cool. Like it's yeah. a cool experience. But I imagine that when you're down there and you're able to see it, kind of like you get to see that in practice and you get to see the other aspects and how everything kind of gets compartmentalized. Because on one hand, he's he's heading back and forth to California, but he's also got to maintain his school. He's also got to maintain his life. He's got a family. So how do you compartmentalize and how do you make sure that you get the right people in place to handle the things that you need handled when you're not able to handle them? And I thought that, you know, like that was... That was really, really cool. I thought that, you know, that that experience, like you're able to get that experience. And then you're, from that, you're able to, to move on. And you were part of that that movement. It's pretty damn cool. Well, I also like, I mean, right what you're talking about is he has all those compartments in his life. He has to be focused in each one of those. Because if it hyper blends to each one, then you get your wires crossed. I think that's probably a big message that he's talking about, you know, as well as for like myself or just even in martial arts, what's your direction? Where are you going? You need to be focused on that path. If you're not focused on that path, then you're not going to obtain the things you need to do, right? You get sidetracked or you move away from that. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, he does, man. Like, uh, actually being around him during classes, you know, you watch him. He is extremely, like, directed and focused, like, beyond. Like, in a sense of, like, little details, you know what I mean? He's so focused. He picks up these little subtle things, you know? I mean, obviously, he's been doing it forever, too, right? Yeah. But that focus, he could miss that very easily if he wasn't as focused. Yeah. Attention to fine detail, detail, you know, fine details, that kind of stuff, too. So you see that playing a part, too, right? Like, be focused. And then you see him be focused. And then he's talking about fine details and little things that you would miss if you weren't focused. So... I mean, you can see how that can play hand in hand. Like each thing that we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shoot. You talked about Coach T. Um, They Actually, there's a big seminar coming up October 27th. Um, I think that's still the date Um, for Dwayne, Boss Rutten, TJ Delashaw, and uh, Trevor Whitman. So they're going to do another seminar. Um, it's called the Lineage Seminar. Where is that? In in uh, Denver, Colorado, at Ludwig Martial Arts. So you've got three generations, Boss Rutten, Dwayne Ludwig, and uh, TJ Dillashaw, and then Trevor Whitman. And Trevor Whitman was uh, Dwayne's striking coach at, at, at a point in time as boxing coach, um, and then his striking coach. Um, so you have like all these different lineages all put together. A whole bunch of just a, a, like uh, decades of information, decades worth of information. Uh, Trevor Whitman, head coach for uh, for Thug Rose. Well, yeah. one of her coaches, as long as well as uh, Pat Barry. Pat Barry, um, but like Coach Trevor Whitman has, <laughs> has coached tons and tons and tons of champions. If you look at his, I mean, you just look at his Wikipedia page. He's just got tons of MMA fighters that he's been involved with he's one of those guys kind of like mark henry who like his somehow like their name kind of gets missed in in like high level coaches guys that, that seem to know a lot of things but he's all it's, it makes it almost like a like a secret like it's it's cool like um 
I don't know. I don't he know also owns uh, Onyx gloves. Too. Makers of fine yeah. gloves. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Coach Matt the games. Yeah. Very yep. cool. I got Very a pair cool of them for uh, second generation, first generation, I think I have. Um, but, like, I mean, even the science that he does, he looks for perfection in everything he does. You know, he really does. He's a, an awesome human being, too. I've hung out with him. Um, really nice. Always inspiring. Always offering uh, positive advice. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just great person to hang out with. Uh, I own several pairs of his pads, mitts, which he does that too. If you guys are looking for awesome equipment, check him out for sure. Go to Onyx. Um, Onyx Sports, I think, is what it is. Um, great gear. Great stuff. All handmade. Custom made. Um, Dwayne has a bunch of it. If you ever see Dwayne wearing his chest protector and his pads, he's wearing that stuff all the time. So, you know, definitely a shout out and help for, for him to... You know, support Trevor too. Um, TJ, he's such a gangster man. I got to be there for the fight. Uh, was that the after party? Well, I got to be there for the after party, which was great. Um, on on Dwayne's birthday too. It was on Dwayne's birthday. That was super cool. Um, but to be there at the fight, uh, I flew out there for that. Got to be there. That was my first UFC event. I mean, I've been at other fights and stuff like that, but my first UFC event. And that was super, super exciting to be part of that. You know, um, I told everybody 90% possibility that TJ knocks out Cody in the first. Felt really good about it. I mean, Cody's a dangerous guy, um, for sure. Uh, however, he had a lot of changes in his camps. And then, you know, TJ had already knocked him out in the first fight. Um, yes, Cody did, you know, catch TJ in the first, but. Uh, I believe that, you know, TJ had already taken the worst possible shot that he could have from Cody. Like, you know, he got hit as hard as he possibly could right on the chin. He was falling into the punch. TJ still handled the shot. Yes, it was at the end of the round, but TJ recovered in time. Um, and when you see that, he was even, like, still mentally aware and active. He just was – his equilibrium was gone, you know, yeah. for sure. Um, in the first fight, <clears throat> whereas TJ delivered – a very sound shot on Cody and Cody couldn't recover. Not like, I mean, yes, his equilibrium, but when you saw it, like you can watch the video when he gets hit, like he's not home when TJ hit him with the, with the right hook in the first fight. Um, so like, in my opinion, I had already figured that TJ was going to have a really good chance of that. Plus you look at the psychology, Cody had never really, Cody had been knocked out in his amateur stuff, but never really, um, 11 fights, 10 fights, never been like rocked or hurt yeah. like that to get hurt and rocked and knocked out and then have to face that same person coming back. Um, you know, there's some doubt about that. You know what I mean? Psycho uh, you know, psychologically, like you, you think like, hey, I hit this guy with everything. Um, he didn't go out. I know I can hurt him. You couldn't, you know, you believe you could finish him, but you didn't finish him, and he did finish you. So TJ could be more sharp in his head too. If that does that make sense? Yeah, you know that makes that makes sense, right? When you look at the the, yeah. the the psychology behind it, right? And he has a lot more to prove, right? Coming yeah. off the loss than TJ did. TJ's super, and TJ's a confident guy. He's super confident. You know what I mean? Yeah. In that stuff, I, that's why I, like really picked TJ. I wasn't surprised when TJ finished Cody in the first. I really wasn't. Well, it was uh, in the in the first fight. It was that that second round. It was like the foot slap kick, 
right? And I've heard yeah. TJ talk about that. Like, that wasn't even his best shot that they no. sort of lined he, he up. He caught at, him actually at the end of the kick. Yeah. Mm. You know, he caught him at so the like end the of the force, kick. So, like, the force, most of the force was gone at that point. Absolutely. But uh-huh. still, getting, you know, go ahead and get hit in the chin with somebody's foot. Right? Oh, it's oh, gonna, oh. You know, it's going to, it's definitely going to daze you. But I think, I mean, the right hand, there was no doubt about that when you hit him yeah. uh, in the second round of the first fight. Um, but you just look at the psychology of that, and that's big, man. 11 fights, I think 10, 10 fights, right? He was undefeated. 10 fights. Hadn't lost. Hadn't even really been touched. Gets caught. Now you're facing the same guy that just caught you. And there's a lot of, you know, uh, Cody probably felt vulnerable. You know what I mean? Yeah. TJ probably felt, I already took that best shot, taken the best that Cody could give me. He's feeling invincible. There's a lot of... Was that, uh, was that you know, sort of a, a thought process going into the fight? That's for me. I mean, that's my perspective. I imagine, you know, I only could speculate and really, you know, sit down and talk with TJ about that or talk <laughs> with Dwayne about that. But, I mean, I talk... I know that Dwayne had mentioned that, that, you know, uh, in some of his interviews that, you know, they knew that TJ could take a better shot <laughs> than what Cody had done. Not that... Uh, not that like Cody's shot was less or anything, but TJ handled the shot better. Yeah. Right. And I think that's true. A hundred percent. Right. You know, I truly do. I mean, I know in my, if I was in a fight and I had knocked a guy out, um, he had hit me with this best shot and then I delivered my best shot and that finished him. If we matched up again, I guarantee you that's the same, uh, you know, psychology I would have against that person. I'd be like, yeah, he can hurt me, but I don't think he can finish me. I know I can finish him. That's a pretty big step up, right? You know, psychologically, when you're talking about fighting, right? I mean, physical is a big key, but uh, mental is huge. You know? Yeah. All right. Uh, man, I, I got shit to do. You got shit to do. Thank you mm-hmm. so much for your time. Thank yeah. you so much for, for stopping by. Um, I, I know you're leaving soon. Thank you. Man, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, it was fun, dude. Bit. I had a good time. All right. Thank you so right. much. Awesome. Thanks. All right.